galactic civil war spreads across the sun. From the height of Coruscant to fiery Mustafa. To fight the evil empire for people join the fray. Welcome the to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures in the Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars RPG line. Currently our story is Friends Like These, and it can be found as a standalone module. This is Act 3, Episode 4, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. I am Keith. I am what you would call a, um, a, a saboteur and a mechanic. It's uh, a moderate use. She's, she's currently skulking. Unexpectedly Russian. <laughs> <laughs> she's in disguise. Hey, I'm Chris, and I play... Motu Ordo, and I'm glad to have you here on Motu Safari. Today we're going to Kawok to look at the Kawokian monkey lizard in its home habitat. <laughs> Dude, I'm like a uh, amp. I'm like a droid, and uh, you know we're gonna go to this party and like free some slaves and stuff. And I've got this captain who like really really hates me. But for some reason, she's, like, being, like, okay right now. She's, like, going along with the Free the Slaves thing. And even, like, in disguise and wait, stuff. Wait, so it's wait, kinda... wait, wait a minute. Has your perception of me improved because I look prettier right now? It's just kind of tripping me out. You <laughs> or know, are you like, that whoa. shallow? I'm going to need to go to my, my really, really special programs later because, whoa. Oh, ew. No, no. I do not want to know that. <laughs> I need a memory wipe now just going downhill so quickly oh i guess it's me now i i actually got so distracted i forgot my place in the order i made stop yes. being traumatized <laughs> do your job hi there i'm christine and i play uh the fabulous nematolemy who is not enjoying this party uh she can't even drink because uh she's being threatened with an arc welder all right and to start off each episode, I'd like asking a question of our characters, and today it is Amp who is getting a question. Amp, with the advent of you learning about all the explosives in the slaves here on Koak, how are you feeling about your chances? Uh, I hadn't really stopped to consider it. It just kind of made me like really mad because you know when I was a droid, I had like restraining bolts, and uh, I had this like programming that was like really like wrong and stuff, and so. You know, since then I've kind of gone around and like tried to free droids and do stuff for droids. But then I'm like, well, you know, there's these meat sacks. I mean, uh, biologic sentience. That's the, that's the, yeah, that's the sentience who are like sort of in a similar sort of thing. I'm like, dude, I should like totally be better than them by like freeing them and that kind of thing. And then I thought, oh, that's probably not a good thing to say. But then I think, well, I should probably just do it anyway. So. Uh, whether or not they got, like, bombs in them and stuff, we just totally gotta do it anyway, you know? For sure, dude. And to give a quick little recap, I want to tap Matu. The girls put on dresses, we went to the party, we set up the gig, uh, TV found out that there's bombs in people's heads and we can go sneak into the prince's place. Nemo is talking to somebody about souls and still hasn't told me about it yet. Get around to it. going to make me very upset. She's probably gonna mess it up anyway because she has to be charming and sociable and really her only skill as a person is to be menacing bossy commanding 
overbearing or it's a um, good thing i no, have just as those. much discipline as i do otherwise i would be in my room crying myself to sleep almost makes me wonder what he says about kith <laughs> but not that much i wonder if her fiance ran away <gasps> bite your tongue this is true love what is she mad or something <laughs> well i don't know she's just she's not here do oh, you yes, see her i just had to get on a line from shindig how will we know unless we question her uh no <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, should we be playing a game? Quite possibly. I'm still distraught. As was Kaylee when Mal said that her dress... Well, never mind. I haven't watched Firefly in years. I'm, I'm a traitor. Hopeless. You're all at this ball, this reception for the auction buyers, for the prince to get sort of an idea of who he's going to be selling slaves to. You've met one of the purchasers, and Nima is there as one. There's a fair amount going on. Like, there's about a hundred different buyers there. There's a group that, like, you can look up on a dais there and see the prince with a bunch of courtesans around him and his sort of court in a ring around that. And he's looking absolutely bored. You've got Amp, Matu, and Kith in a corner setting up the band. So I have a question. Go ahead. So how is this auction working? You mentioned that it is the prince who is selling the slaves. So are they actually, like, is there an actual auction portion here? Or is this more like a general, like, business meeting party? This is a reception. This is sort of a business meeting party where he's doing a reception for everyone. And the auction is actually tomorrow morning. Gotcha. They party till all hours of the night. And then there's the auction as the lots are brought out and this is probably also done that way everybody in the morning is so hung over or possibly still drunk and spiced out that they're not going to be as careful with their money exactly and also he can get rid of any of the undesirables that are found mm, true i'm kind of thinking the time has moved on a little bit from where we left off in last episode i'm figuring that and Matu and TV are up on the stage, actually in the middle of one of their sets. Nima's moved a little bit closer to the prince and is trying to get in to make the sales pitch of, or at least sound out what's going on, trying to get the reconnaissance that is the idea of why she's, why the entire party is here Remember, at the party. don't stab him. I make no promises. Use a spoon, it hurts more. Don't do anything violent. As Nima starts to approach the prince's dinner table, a gaunt, middle-aged Zygerian uh, with slicked back, uh, salt-and-pepper hair, wearing a neatly pressed business uh, suit, steps out of almost nowhere to intercept her and Raimi, who's scuttling along with his top hat and tails. Hello there. Rahim Armin, captain of the prince's guard and his majesty's personal advisor. Now, who are you, and what are you wanting with the prince's time? Captain Nima Ptolemy from the Rebel Alliance. I'm actually interested in doing some business with the prince. We have a pressing situation and the need to hire a lot of labor. As you say that, Armin looks you over. The Rebel Alliance, you say? Yes. Hmm. I know ordinarily we don't deal in this kind of business, but... Our situation is dire, and we 
have need to make a large purchase in a very short amount of time. This is most unusual. It's surprising, but we did recently come into the possession of a slave army recently. We weren't sure that we were going to have any sort of buyers. Well, now you know at least one person who will be bidding on them. I would love to hear a few more of the details, perhaps from the prince himself. Okay, with a... Could I get a... One purple, one red check off of you for trying to convince him to talk to the prince. Could this be negotiation since there is a business aspect to this? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm not concealing anything. I've been very blunt. Mm-hmm. All right. So two green, two yellow versus a purple and a red. One success and one advantage. As for this slave army we've recently come into, it was... Uh, let me see if I remember correctly. It was a cadre of human Togruta and Twi'lek. They were sold to us on account of they had been battle-hardened in some Nalhutta, in some dealings with the huts. Hmm. Interesting. These Twi'leks aren't normally known for being, well, warriors, at least not of that caliber. To my understanding, there had been a raid on Ryloth, and it was odds and ends and bibs and bobs of a couple slave cadres that were pressed into fighting, and it turned out that they were good at it. How large of an army? This one, to my understanding, was in the 700 unit variety. Some of their support, of course, but most of it is effectives. Well, our needs are a little bit greater than that. He's been talking to her. The prince is still looking bored over there. He's not engaged in conversation with anybody. No, not currently. He's just sort of idly looking around the room. Uh, so I'm going to turn in his direction, and uh, I'm going to risk taking a step towards him. With that, Armin steps between you and him, and you can see a couple guards who you hadn't seen before just loudly take a synchronized step in into ben, view. Ben, I want to try to do something unusual. Okay. Seduce? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Heavens no. I would like to try to make... An improved commanding presence check on this captain. Actually, if, assuming he is a rival or less. When he steps in front of her, there's that step forward. Nima is standing up straighter, kind of using her authority, just exuding that confidence. And look, I'm going to go talk to him. You need to get out of my way to get him to back down for this encounter. All right. I can kind of see that. I've had this talent since Dead in the Water, and I've never <laughs> used it. <laughs> and then you choose one of the higher NPCs that we've got. All right. So, difficulty on that is his discipline. Uh-huh. Because it's my cool versus his discipline. Your cool versus his discipline puts it at one purple, two red, and two setbacks. And I'm really feeling that this guy is really honed in on his duty to intercept anyone who's trying to get to the prince. And is at the very least, like, he is out there looking to be at least the one to do the introductions. All that is me flipping the destiny point away from being a GM one. So making it three red? Okay. Uh, I first, I'm going to throw out the two setback dice because of my regular imp uh, commanding presence. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to go ahead and light side this to give me another yellow. So use that for the dark side front. I'm going to try to argue a boost here of, like, I'm obviously not armed in this dress. I'm fairly 
I guess actually that kind of runs counter to the to to what I'm trying to do here. Because I'm trying to exude the confidence, but I'm also not trying to be a threat to the prince. It's kind of my thinking. I don't know. It it doesn't feel like a boost would be warranted. Yeah. Okay. So let's do this then. One green, three yellow versus three red. And because I would like this to work, and I'm also not going to remember to use it otherwise, I'm going to use my natural leader to re-roll this check. Nope. <laughs> Failure and two advantages. Well, you did get an extra advantage. If you'll go with me on this, I've got this somewhat working into a thing. Armin holds up his finger and turns, goes over to the prince, whispers in his ear. The prince looks up, whispers a few words to him, and then Armin comes back to you. Oh, his majesty is uninterested. Truthfully, his little incentive to cross the empire. Its navy gives us a wide berth already, and we really see no reason to jeopardize that arrangement. He blinks and confesses, then. Having said that, today one of his majesty's prized possessions, the prince's sword, was stolen and taken to a watch house within the slave sector just outside the city. As informed, the thieves intend to move it to the Thalassian outpost, Caden, by the morning. If you are to retrieve the Majesty's property and present it to him, in his gratitude, the Prince would most certainly consider your offer. Excuse me, sir. I heard that this sword was lost in a bet to Baron Sivan. That thief. Of course he is going to be saying that he won it. He might have actually. That being said, I, I will make sure that there is no official people that he is able to make any, shall we say, alert to. Well, if my people and I are going to retrieve the sword, we don't know our way our way around Koak and the city very well. Could you show me where that slave sector is on a map? He then looks down at Raimi, pulls out a data, like one of those data chits. Oh, I do believe that this will work with your droid. I, I think he's a model that would be compatible with this. Can you? And he tries offering it, bouncing it off of uh, the bow tie on Raimi. If you don't mind, uh, I'll go ahead and take it from him and go ahead and pass it over to Raimi. Uh, see what's on it. With it, Raimi then displays a general map of the city. And you've got the Zuggeret, which you're in I want to flip a light side right point. Now. You know, this guy wasn't, like, didn't have this specially prepared. This has all of these slave sectors marked. Yeah, this completely does. Like, this is a proper detailed map of the entire city. And as he's displaying it, you can see where, like, you know exactly where in this map you are, where the ziggurat that you're in. And then towards the outer edge, you can see down in the forested area, he's pointing. Oh, yes, right down here. You see there are these three slave pens that, well, we rent out. It's a good moneymaker, but... Uh, even for us, they're a little bit, shall we say, on the edge. And here, in... And he just sort of reaches out with his arm stretched, pointing at the middle paddock. Here. It's in this one here. As usual with any of these facilities, they're a bit more on the temporary side. But, you know, I'm sure that one of, say, the group that you are with should be able to get in there and get the prince's sword. If it's Baron Seville, it'll be the Karazak Acquisition Group. While they're none to be trifled with, they're nowhere near as bad as the Transhodans or the Thalassians that are in the other two paddocks. I think we can we can do this for you. 
Nima has no intention to do this for him. <laughs> oh, right, right. Thank you very much. And uh, please do tell the prince I will be seeing him later on this evening. I most certainly will. And then Nima's going to turn away. All right. It's almost like he vanishes. And I'm going to make start making my way back over to where the band is. As we then whip pan over to the band, who are just finishing off their first set. You Zygerians keep doing that thing you do. You just keep taking people's freedom away. Yeah. All right. Uh, this has been Matty the Droid Guy. Uh, we're going to take a, take a break. Dude, that was good. You know, maybe that wasn't the best song choice for this audience. That's what I told him. There was one guy clapping in the back or shaking his fist or something. A lot of the people here are really drunk. Yeah, I don't think they're really listening. <sighs> and Nima's like looks at the crowd when she says that and also sees like one of the serving trays with drinks and sighs and turns back to the group. Uh, wasn't able to meet the prince, but uh, did uh, learn about a few things. We now have a map of the city with everything detailed and also learned about a Mandalorian sword that was stolen from him. That's weird. Well, anyway, we found out that there's bombs in everybody's heads, and if we get the transmitter from the prince's room, then they really can't do anything about Then maybe that's a thing we should do. <laughs> let's just, yeah. let's do yeah. that. <laughs> do we have a map of the palace? Of course we do, right? And he nudges amp. Yeah, totally have a map. See? Okay. I'm not the one with technical skills here. How do we disable it? Well, first we go to the room, and then we get the thing, thing of a thing, and then we look at it. Yeah, we don't, we don't know. We're going to have to find it first. Okay, maybe we should do that. Yeah, let's just go. They're not going to even notice we're leaving. <laughs> I think that was good. It, it was fine. It was fine. Look, don't take this the wrong way, but the, op- the opposite of love is not hate. It's apathy. Do you see my cufflinks? You don't have cuffs. They, well, they're, they're painted on. Well, they're not cufflinks then, are they? They're totally cufflinks. Let's go, let's go find the thing. All right, let's go. You do have the layout of the palace the thing that's currently an issue one might say is there's actually a lot of guards kicking around around every door there's a pair and they're very obvious but you've also seen at least not in the ballroom per se not in the reception area per se but in all the hallways like when you guys were walking in you were seeing regular patrols yeah this will be a good time for that distraction. Okay, how 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 big is the palace, and where is the room in relation to where we are? Eh, I'm going with this actually a fairly large building, like city block size, and the room itself is up in a tower, taking the top two floors of said tower, so that it's got these great views. It's about on level with the top of the Zuggeret. Uh, we could climb it, just go on the outside. Yeah, like Zenkith. I think Matu is the best climber. I'll just carry her. That's fine, I can do that. Wait, wait, are all of us gonna go? Well, I can't carry all of you. Okay, so you're taking Kith? Well, <laughs> actually, there might be one way I could get you up there, but it's a little risky. W- what's that? <laughs> uh, I'd rather show you for sleep. No, I think it's gonna be for smooth. <laughs> Ooh. By the way, Kith has already wandered off. Like, she wasn't there when you went over to talk to them. Okay. What is Kith often doing? Well, she had to go put her dress on. 
Mm-hmm. And it's not her fault she got lost looking for a room she's not supposed to be in. So that's that's what she's doing. Looking for a room? Mm-hmm. Hey, he got the, the blueprints earlier. There's no reason I can't have access to them. Can't okay. have had access to them, basically. What sort of a room are you looking for? Well, now I'm looking for the transmission room, because we discussed that before I left. Because you guys had the, you had the conversation about the bombs, and then they went into their gig, and she's not needed for the gig, so she wandered off. Okay. I, I actually meant to ask, how do comms work right now? Like, do we have little head comms, or are we not commed? Matu and TV probably have head comms. I don't think you and I would. Okay, because I didn't think they had, like, the earbuds. No, there are specific items you can buy that do that kind of thing. But in this particular case, I was figuring Nima and Kith had hand comms. Yeah. Oh, so we've got comms in our clutches? Yeah, you have clutch comms. All right. So do do you want to signal her? I'm I'm confused. So you laughed. I the went party. wandering because that was what I was thought I was supposed to do. So then, how did you get past the very first set of guards that yeah, probably well, would have stopped? I you? don't know. That's. I'm just saying that I would not have been around, but I didn't want to interrupt your conversation. That's why I was sitting here quietly. Okay, so I'm sort of thinking that that would have been some form of a stealth type thing. Would it be stealth if I'm looking for like a bathroom the first time through? Well. It could be deception. That would be a deception. <laughs> what is my deception going to be? Is that presence? Off the top of my head, something like... Oh, it's cunning. That's a little better. Uh, green. And I have a big dress in a bag that I need to go put on. Totally give a boost for that. What am I going against? Well, sadly, you're going up against their perception, which is going to be... Would that be perception? Or would that be discipline? I'm, I don't mean to make it harder on myself, but... Because I'm not trying to sneak. Yeah, vigilance. actually, it would be vigilance. Okay. Which is going up against two red and a purple. Oh yeah, I'm gonna fail so hard and get stuck in a closet because they're gonna be like, "No, we're not gonna put up with your crap." Okay, two red. Two red and a purple. Purple. Can I have a boost for my dress? Yep, absolutely. All right, guys, let's see that despair. First one of the night, or I'll get two advantages and no success. Nope. So, what do you want to do with the two advantages? I don't get in trouble. I got this. Hey, you there. What are you going? Where are you going? I've got to go put my dress on. I can't just wander around in my coveralls. Ah, this is true. You would be a great shame to the presence of the prince. Come with me to the dressing room. (laughs) Me, 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 me. Shoves you into the dressing room. It's very well appointed. It's got perfumes... Like a sitting area, it's got a trifold mirror for you to adjust everything. There's a selection of uh, different makeups. Ah, uh, but you are a buffin. I shall go get the cream rinses <laughs> and the powders for your fur. I shall return. Did the they just leaves. lock me in a dressing room? You're not locked. Okay. It's just a dressing room. It's a very nice dressing that room. That works. And that's that's why Kip is not present because <laughs> she got stuck in a dressing room. <laughs> So you guys are doing all this planning, and then you're like, wait a minute. Boop. Boop. Kiff. 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 What? Kiff. <laughs> what? Kiff, wh- where are you? I'm I'm in a dressing room. Why? Because I tried to go looking at things, and I told him I had to put on my dress, and he said I had to put well, on my dress. Well, you don't have to actually put on your dress for a stealth mission. That's ridiculous. Well, now apparently I have to because I'm in a dressing room. Okay, look, we can deal with your self-image issues later. 
I do. So can you get back here? We're trying to make a plan. Fine. I'll be in my dress. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And five minutes later, there comes Kith walking in in her dress, in flats, and not looking all that comfortable. What happened to your fur? I got powdered, apparently. It's a thing. You got a makeover? (laughs) (laughs) Who gave you a makeover? (laughs) This random guard, man. He just just threw me in this room and and did my fur. Uh, Nima's is openly grinning. I hate you so much. This is revenge for the sequence. (laughs) Meanwhile, the guard is saying, in another life. I would have been a great fashion artist. Why am I cursed to this caste system or I must be a guard? <laughs> you smell good. He's 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 the favorite guard for all the all, all of the, the visiting fancy guests. He always has the best taste and knows how to correct their accessories. Have you had time to set up a distraction at all? Well we kind of got chewed in here. Did I have a chance to set up my explosion in the parking lot? I'll flip a light side. If you're to do that, I'd say yes. Sweet. Because with the way that roll went, I just don't trust what I'm going to be doing anymore. Luck is reasserting itself. Okay. So now, Matu, Amp, you might want to make yourselves scarce, or at least not in the guard's immediate line of sight, because while some of them are going to go towards the explosion... There's others that are then going to be more concerned with us in here. Unless Kith and I are coming with you, too. I, for- I forget how this is working. I don't think that it was actually decided. Look, there's a lot of guards. Do you want to climb? I mean, we could try to climb. I was about to say, I bet that there's, um, like, not dumb waiters, but at least trash tubes from the top floor. But when things are going to go on high alert, that's going to probably bring out the speeders and the... The hover cams. I think our best bet is that we just blitz the tubes. blitz through the hallway and we take down guards as they approach. You know, they're coming in two at a time. We can take that. That's a terrible plan. That's a, that's a great plan. I like it. Let's do it. Look, the second one of these guards, when we start attacking them, is going to hop on the comm and alert all the other guards. And then they're going to be looking for us. And we have none of our equipment. Okay, everybody but Matu has none of their equipment. We have lots of equipment. A guitar is not helpful right now. It is when you're dealing with sonic frequencies. We could just leave and sneak back here later after they've really, really drunk and asleep. I like that plan better than trying to just <gasps> dash through the place. Just dash through Although the then we're not going to be able to get in through the gate. No, no, we're not. Because then things will have exploded, and then everybody will be running around like crazy, stabbing things. Well, let's just, let's hide somewhere in Kith the palace. Kith fluffy. Until they think we've all left. You smell funny, too. You can't smell. <laughs> Don't just uh, shush. Is that a bow? I mean, what about, what about the dressing room? What if we just hide in the dressing room and lock it, and we wait a few hours? I don't know that I could get you into the dressing room. Maybe him, probably her. Do you want me to do that? Well, look, here's what it comes down to, players. Not not characters, players. What story do you want to tell? 
Are we telling the story of the sneaky guys or are we telling the story of the battle guys? That really is sort of the question. Well, let's face it. We are the battle guys. We are not cut out for stealth. That is far more within our skill set to run in punching and shooting and stuff. Nima's main concern is the, the lack of gear and the numbers. She'd much rather try to do the sneaky thing, turn the thing off, and then we would have the slaves to assist us. What I am currently thinking and what Kith is hinting at is the turning the thing off. But she's not sure that they, anybody can get up there without alerting the guards. Okay, then here's, here's what I, I got this then. I just want to use the speakers to jack up the comm frequencies for the, the cards. Oh, that would that would be good. <laughs> well, you also, don't we still have the sonic generator from the mission? That's true. The that Geonosian kind of sonic yeah. blaster. All right. All right. Look, Nima's right. We don't have our gear. Plus, I think I need to make a call. We'll come back at night. I know we won't be inside already, but if this call goes the way I think it's going to go, we won't need it. I don't know. I don't care. We've got to do something about the explosion things and people. That's not right. And the slaves. And can I go change now, please? Okay, so is there any required role for us to just wait out the party and leave? Like to just head out back to the ship? Yeah. No. So we we, we do a, we do an encore. Okay. And then... Uh, yeah. Nobody <laughs> asked for... <laughs> <laughs> and tries to get us to do another encore, and it's like, no, no, let's not, let's not push this. This is not. I don't know. I'm just kind of wanting to get like a presence, oh, please, or a please do performance essentially role. a charm check because I'm not really thinking of anything for a performance from the two of you. All right, because I don't think we're blasting anything today. Uh, I'm going to go. So I've got two green. What you got, Brent? Eh, there's lots of time for blasting, but please do go ahead. What you got on charm, Brent? That's not a skill I usually check. <laughs> I don't know, but you should have a boost because you look fine. I I do look good, and I have two All green. Right, so two green, a blue for your assist, a blue because he looks good. Two more blue because I'm going to invoke Touch of Fate, which lets me add two blue to anyone check. <laughs> All right. So I'm at That's awesome. And I'm going to toss in a blue because Raimi's there sort of in the background with his sound system. Okay. Uh, what's my um, <laughs> what's my uh, difficulty? I'm going to go with it being far too many dark side points. It is going to be two purple, a red. And I'm going to give myself a black because they did not care for our first set. Okay, so Seems got, reasonable. Two green, five blue, two purple, one red, one black. Kachow. Three successes, two advantages. After the second encore that Amp has talked us into, a, uh, a scruffy-looking uh, Defel walks over to, to Amp. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. Kid, look, you've got some skills. You've got some mad skills. Do you need representation? Dude. No. Yeah. Okay, all right. Look, here's my card, all right? You look me up the minute that you get out of this crazy system, because, look, honestly, I'm getting out of here soon. They have this tendency to enslave people, and I'm not one of the alien races, you know? It's just, you got to think ahead. Yeah, watch out for the chip in the head. Yeah, yeah, that's no good. Uh, look, my name's Gravel. You find me as soon as you get off planet. We're going to make you a star, all right? A big star. Wait, what's your name again? Droid guy? Uh, droid guy, yeah, but you can call me Amp. Amp, Amp, that's much better. 
We're going to do that. Amp <laughs> and Maddie. Uh, we'll call you Amp and the Armor Guy. That's a much better name. All right. Okay. Look, I'll see you later. Okay. Take care. Freaking girl. Gonna be a star. Uh, are you sure Sally's going to be all right with all that? Oh, yeah. She's good. Okay. <laughs> she's kind of a virtual groupie. <laughs> all right. So we go back to the ship. And we are back all on the right, ship. Yeah. And um, Matu is alone in the front with Raimi. Uh, Rami, I need you to patch me through to the holonet. I need to make a long-distance call. Kith offered to repaint him back to his normal, and, well, he's still in his tuxedo as he's plugging in. the hat, too? Oh, yes. Hat, monocle, the whole thing staying. Nice. As, yeah, he plugs in, boots up the holonet. I need you to call back to Fort, uh, to Port Vlemeth. I need to talk to my, you know, that lady. I hope you were ready for this tonight. <laughs> I was not, but Chris is uh, Chris is good at that. Well, I uh, knew where he was going. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, so. I didn't. It's Chris. I don't try to predict him anymore. <laughs> uh, so after a minute, the screen changes to where you see Lita taking a seat in front Are of it. Are sure that's her name this time? Yes, because Vera is the leader of Clan Baroya. <laughs> Details. Um, Mandalorian sail look the same. Hi, hi there. Hello. Is everything okay? It's only been a few hours since you left. Right, I know. Um, listen, we've got ourselves in a bit of a scrape here, and I don't know how much clout you have with the rest of the members of Clan Belroya, but it seems like they care about you, that you were the leader of that training cadre, if nothing else. How do you feel about slavery? Not a fan. Good, good. Uh, we agree on that. Um, well, we're here on Kawak. And apparently my team has decided that we are going to free some slaves. So I wasn't sure if you wanted to come help with that. I'll see who I can gather. Uh, okay, great. This isn't a part of the deal you worked out with Vera, is it? It's not, no. Which is why I didn't I didn't want to push my luck with her. So I'm calling you. I, I, I can't really pay you. I'm not looking for it. I should be able to get a few other warriors at least. Maybe work something out directly with Vera. How soon do you need us there? Well, as soon as you can get here would be the best. We're going to try to infiltrate in the cover of darkness. There's uh, one more thing I need you to bring if you can. Go on. I'm going to need some jetpacks. Ben? (laughs) All right. I I see no reason why not. Like, they're Mandalorians. It's almost yeah. like saying they don't have their helmets. Oh, I, I can bring some jetpacks. Great. Now I just have to teach everyone how to use them so we don't die. That'll be easy, right? Yeah, they can learn how to use a jetpack in a couple of minutes. This is a bad idea, isn't it? Normally, jetpack lessons last six months. Right. Well... And in my experience, non-Mandalorians are not very good with them. <laughs> Well, bring bring the extras in case, and maybe we could just get a piggyback system going. Well, they explode all the time. We have a bunch here. <laughs> Great. Good. This is good. <laughs> this thing, this mission we're going to do together, It's uh, this is good. Be careful. Don't wait for us before you get too deep into the fun. Oh, I will. Don't worry. I uh, cuts it off. Heads back to the crew. <laughs> You don't even say goodbye? No. <laughs> Mandalorians, we don't do that. I'm also thinking about how that poor woman is, like, how many wounds or crits do you think that she's still carrying at this point? 
She's like, nope, my my son's calling. I've got back to tanks, <laughs> right? No, that's a thing. <laughs> if she if they do, she hasn't had time to use it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. This is a big ask, so I think this is setting us up for some problems but that's okay because that's what i do <laughs> by the way party uh listening to us no none of us knew that was a plan uh none of us had discussed really what we wanted to do before this so yeah you're learning with the rest of us it's fine I, you just gotta trust me i got this i got this okay um so he goes back all right we've got some backup coming um have any of you ever used a jetpack no, but I always wanted one. Oh, God. Do I get my own? Um. Okay. Enthusiasm is appreciated, but not necessarily a requisite skill for actually being able to use a jetpack. I can fly. I believe that's a piloting planetary role, so... <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm as good... No, as I've never used one. They're not, they're not really yeah, all that advisable in Coruscant. I still true. can't do it. Very true. Oh, you know, I should have asked for ascension guns. That would have been a lot more effective. Oh, well, we got the jetpacks. Should ask for what? Ascension gun. You know, grappling hook. Oh, I, I, I have that. Oh, good. Perfect. You can use that. Uh, Amp, how are you feeling about jetpacks? Yep. I'm good. <laughs> All right. I think I prefer the enthusiasm. Okay, well, got some Mandalorian friends coming <laughs> in a couple of hours. So um, all we got to do is plot our approach to the tower we can use our jetpacks and ascension guns to get to the top and disable the prince's control and um, so mayhem. What did you promise them? Nothing. Not really, nothing. I didn't, didn't need to promise them anything. Oh, you called your mom. <laughs> did you call your mom? <laughs> she's not. She's. I called someone who believes she has a connection to me who might want to do a good deed to try to earn my trust. It doesn't mean she's my mom. Your mom is so cool. She is pretty neat. Plus, you said there's like a Mandalorian sword around here, right? Maybe we could grab that on the way out and give it give it to her. Or him, or whoever it is I called. Do you want to have the Mandalorian sword there for when they arrive? I was about to say, if we have a couple hours to kill. Might as well do the job that we were signed up to do that we're not going to do that we're kind of going to do... It's in a slave sector anyway, and one not controlled by the prince, from my understanding, so we might even be able to have a few slaves at the ready for when we turn off the signal. Oh, all right. That, that works. See? It's all coming together. Okay. I'm going to get out of this dress and into some battle armor, and then we should go do that. Green white, 20 minutes later. Really, Kit? Did you have to pick one that was that slinky? <laughs> good amp couldn't take his eyes off you it's kind of weird oh if that's a good thing it's very weird kind of uncomfortable and there's Raimi just sort of but at least he didn't poke you in his tuxedo he also didn't use one of his bad pickup lines on me so i guess it's okay that does make things better all right by the way kith kith is is actually wet because she washed all of the stuff out of her fur that is some kind of perfect. Uh, I think I think Nima she probably still smells like perfume. I think Nima though. still kind of has her her hair done and her bit of makeup. It's probably the fanciest she's ever looked going into a fight. She's too busy wanting to stab things. <laughs> uh, so we didn't do it earlier. I actually think we should here is rent a speeder. Well, in theory, we would have rented a speeder because I had one ready to blow up. Remember? Oh, I thought you were using some other. Guys I thought it was some other guys. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Oh, sure. No, I'm totally fine blowing up somebody else's speeder, but maybe we still have it. I don't know. Well, we already spent a light side point on a speeder, so let's just keep that speeder. Okay. Okay. 
No, and if we need rigged. an impromptu explosion. Yeah, it's our it's still rigged to blow up. It's it's a terrible idea. Drive around with a bomb, but hey. Yeah. It's not a bomb until I make it a bomb. Or until we crash it, or until somebody shoots it, or until we drive through oh, fire. Okay, 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 okay. Point being, it's not my fault if we blow up right now. Okay? Whatever you say. Awesome. <laughs> she she goes back to toweling her head off and then throws the, the towel in a corner. Alright, let's go. Alright, so the four of you are kitted out for combat. Grabbing sim packs, emergency repair patches, grenades... <laughs> So the only sort of lingering question I've got is, what do you want to do with Raimi? Um, if the who's he what is? Mandalorians. The Mandos are coming to us. We should probably have somebody there to greet them if we're not back. So I would think to leave. Raimi. I don't think Raimi would be the best choice if we're going to do that. And also, I think he could still be useful to have with us. Maybe we can set something up where he could be our getaway driver. He also is still an... an Gith, Gith will have a receiving call. Yeah, he's also just... He's an extra blaster if we do get into a fight. Oh, that's right. He is armed. Yes, I armed him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's that, or he's also top cover. Either which way, it could and work if we out. do need a jetpack before we have jetpacks, he's the only one of us who can fly. Literally fly. Ah, R2s. They're so funny. Okay, so, yep, yeah, there's Remy in his top hat and tails. On the back of the speeder, just sort of right, ready to go. As the four of you pile in and head to the outskirts of the city. Who's driving this thing? I'm probably driving it. Okay. If Raimi's on the back, then... Yeah, speeders aren't really set up for droids to drive them. Sadly, no. They can, but they're not exactly set up for it normally. Do we actually know what we're going to do when we get there? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think Nima's as concerned about a plan on this one. I think this is going to end up being more the we run in guns blazing. Okay, well, if this is still going to be the end of the episode, I, I'm still going to use 4C. That okay. can That's use perfectly fine. Kith wants to scale a fence. So, light, darkness, hot, cold, and in between, the force. And here on Kawak, we have this balance as well. Freedom, slavery, and hurtling through the galaxy, through hyperspace, oppression in the form of a Star Destroyer making its way towards Zorn. And on the opposite end, hope as Mandalorians and old clone troopers and broken battle droids band together to become a fight. And in the middle of it all, Matu Ordo, emissary of the Force, chosen by Plo Koon. It is through him the Force shall act, and it is in him the Force has grown stronger, for I have a Force rating of two! What? <laughs> Hooray! Uh, I don't know what that it means. It means I get to roll, roll two, two Force dice when I use Which Force Which also powers. means he can now reliably use them without drawing on the dark side, potentially, and can do a lot more powerful effects. So, Chris, did you finish your melodrama black and white art piece? Uh, no, that, I was just, I was just, I've been waiting to do this all day. So I rolled a uh, dark side and two light side. I can't wait for my first athletics check, which will be a yellow, four green, two blue, and two force dice. That's going to be great. Uh, oh, you're so disgusting. Kind of is. All right. So two light side, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and what are you trying to get a, a sense of? So when, when Nima originally said there was a Mandalorian sword, Matu's like, who cares? I have one already. Like, I don't need a sword. I got a sword. It's the sword of my father and my you father's father. You had a sword in one of your other visions. 
Uh, but now that he's called upon his mother and there's a sword, he wants to know the significance. How do these two things tie together and how does that fit in the balance of the cosmic universal unifying force, the destiny written upon all of us that we walk all on? <laughs> As Nima's driving, as you're riding along in the speeder, winds whipping over the top of the grill through Nima's hair, through Kia's hair, and over your helmet, as you're sort of looking out at the poor stone wall that marks the edge of the city, through which there's the jungles of Koa. As it approaches, you start looking, you see three camps before you, and into the furthest one, you see a gentleman that you've actually seen before, and he's there standing over this olive-skinned man that, again, this sort of strikes back to something you've seen. This person is passed out, but seems to be miraculously healing, but what you're looking at doesn't quite stop there. You see this man stand and from the equipment that's leaned up against the side of this med bay, he pulls out a sword that looks almost identical to yours. With that, he raises it up in a loud, unintelligible cry as he cuts down two of the guards who are standing over him and dashes out the front. As he's out in the front, you see blaster bolts flying this way and that, and then suddenly there's a group of something close to a hundred Twi'leks that are out of their pen and setting upon the slavers that are around. It's at that point where he turns and smiles with a very wide grin. He is looking into your eyes, and you recognize his gait as a Baroya. Everyone, I got a good feeling about this. You do the credits anytime. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find us on Twitter at the Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, at Deuterium Ice. And you can find me at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, TH, and Night with a K. And you can find the meat sack that plays Amp on Twitter at iBrentBrown. And I've got to ask, girl, are you a cranial chip? Because you've been in my oh, head God. all day. <laughs> <laughs> Hat tip, Seamus Conley. Seamus! He ruins everything. He ruins everything. Every time. That was perfect. Are we saying that Brent ruins everything? No, Seamus does. Seamus ruins He knows what he did. <laughs> I like you, Seamus. Actually, we, we really him. need to get Seamus on here. We, we do. By the way, I'm Leslie. Leslie GS, you know, whatever. Look, if you're sitting there going, what's up with that Gravel guy? You need to catch up on your Silhouette Zero podcast. That's my other podcast where apparently there's a Gravel who's all not that important. But anyway, you can find that out later. SilZeroPodcast.com, just as the same as my Twitter handle, SilZeroChris, S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. Yeah, Gravel's like in the first 10 episodes of the show. They're into the 50s now.
Does this mean Silhouette Zero and Heroes of the Hydean Way share a canon? Um, it's a family <laughs> I name. Guess so maybe. Uh, we're all at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. And you can drop us a holocom to heroes at com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash thehydeanway. Or you could donate a coffee to us over at ko-fi.com slash thehydeanway.